Are you tired of people only telling you what you want to hear and not what you need to hear? Me too. I'm Lauren Lahav, and for the last 30 years, I've been blessed to speak to thousands of people around the world and share the stage with some of the world's biggest thought leaders. The Get Real podcast is my way of breaking down the BS of the filters of what we say and what we do. Real life, real issues, real solutions. Trust me when I tell you, it wasn't always like that for me. And I'm excited to help you through sharing what has worked for me, but most importantly, what didn't work for me. In the world of political correctness and living our lives on social media, what is real? In my life, I always look to people who understand what I'm going through and are willing to be real with me to help me move through it. With this podcast, I want to be that person for you. Whether it's just us or I bring in one of my friends, I promise these episodes will make a difference in your life. So strap in, hang on tight, and let's get real. And now it's time to get into the podcast. Here's Lauren. Welcome to Get Real and Stay True. I'm Lauren Lahav here with my fairy godmother. How's it going, fairy godmother? It's going fabulously, Miss oh. Lauren. <laughs> I'm so excited to be with you, Magdalena. There's a couple shows that you're going to be doing, but I wanted to start with this first one and, and just the story of how we met. And uh, it's kind of ironic that today would be the day that I'm turning our other house into an office event center, I guess, if you would. But uh, I think we met right when I was there. I remember we went to the Cheesecake Factory, right? Yes, we did. We set up a lunch date because a friend of mine shared with me that um, a really amazing woman was looking for an assistant, and she traveled a lot and had children. And um, I looked at that and said, well, this could be the answer I've been looking for because, unfortunately, a few years previously, my son Richard passed away due to HIV complications. And so knowing that I was going to be around children got me extremely excited. And then obviously, once I met Lauren, well, there's just no question. Who wouldn't want to be around her all the time? Well, I don't know. Sometimes I kind of drive you crazy. Okay, a lot of it I drove you crazy with regards to it. But I know, Magdalena, the thing that I really respect about you so much is I think you told me you ran the whole AIDS hotline here in Las Vegas, is that correct? That is so true, and um, because after he, we had his celebration and, and everything, I was actually um, on TV, and they just wanted to ask all kinds of questions and how I felt about the organization, which wasn't very favorable because they weren't up to my standards of how he was treated. So. Inevitably, that pushed me into going over to the AFAN um, headquarters and ask what I could do. And so at that point, they had just finished the walk, and the black and white party wasn't until August. This was in May. And um, then I told her what I did for a living, being interior designer and feng shui. And she said, wait a minute. And she went and grabbed a whole pile of papers and said, we have a building that needs to be put together. Here you go. I'm like, oh, 5,000 square foot building for me to put together? Great. <laughs> so that's how it all started. And uh, put it all together. It's called, um, it's, a, it's, called, it's a casa on the center of town that houses uh, 12 HIV infected individuals that can take care of themselves. And so it's, it's a beautiful location and I really loved doing it. Uh, and then I continued working with uh, Nevada AIDS Project, and I was on their 24-hour hotline 
that I answered, and that was extremely interesting because when I answered, most of them were men calling, and they didn't like the fact that I was a woman, but after they got over it, we had conversations, and I just really wanted to understand the disease and give back to a community that gets thrown away because I saw it. So what were the top three things that you learned by volunteering? I remember every time you, you actually were very, 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 very specific with me. said, look, I really want to work with you, but this is my priority to make sure that I do the hotline, right? And so if you, if you were there and you had to answer a call, I was like, oh, absolutely, because we're all, both a lot about contribution and giving back. But what were the top three things that you learned from being there that maybe you could share with everybody, maybe to be more empathetic, maybe to encourage them to volunteer? What would you say some of the things were that you really were big ahas for you? Well, uh, that's a great question because one of the things is th a lot of them didn't know where to go to find a place to live because once they had got the disease and maybe they couldn't work anymore, they didn't have any way to pay the rent. So there are places that can, that do work with the HIV community and gets places to these, have them, you know, open up their, their apartments or their houses. Um, the other is just spending time with them because so many, when they're sick, their family just goes away. They throw them away. And I, it, it, that's another thing that I truly enjoyed being around them and talking to them because you cannot catch it if you give them a hug. You cannot catch it if, you know, they're in the same house with you. It's just people, even to this day, when they know that my, how my son passed, they, their body moves backwards, you know, and I just touch them at that point and say, don't worry, you know. So it's just being more empathetic, I think, by far, but also, um, Volunteering with, if you have clothes to donate, if you have food to donate, St. Uh, Joseph's in Henderson has a big, great community over there, and that's where 10 bags of my son's clothes went to them because they need the clothes and they need the food, they need the help. So, so you know, we have people that are tuning in from all over the world, which is really exciting, and there's always a place that they can tune to, right, to yes. help out? Yes. Absolutely, because it's an it's a worldwide thing, and and we have and one of the the best things that I was on board to help accomplish was bring two hospitals here to Las Vegas because we didn't have the care for the HIV community. They, again, they kind of just put them to one side. So now it, we're being more aware. Um, people understand a little bit more, and now we have the you know, the, the medical support here as well, which makes you really happy. Well, you know, I believe in divine intervention, and I believe that your son divinely brought us together for a reason. And through this whole process, I'm just curious, you know, before and who you are now, because what I've seen, even just in the five years that you've been my fairy godmother, is just this, you were always strong, you were always very independent, but I feel like you're more... I don't know, free, more alive, more, I don't know, maybe you can just, I think we always talk about, you know, the best way out of pain is through it. Yes. And I would just love if you would share a little bit about who you've become over these past four, four or five years, because I see it, right? I see it from an outsider, like I said. Well, and you're so right, because I felt like I was shackled. And because of the pain that I, my whole body was going through, not only through my mind and everything else, the, the physical challenge of my physical health was not good. And so 
really understanding, you were a big inspiration to understand eating and understand how to take care of yourself and, you know, get on your supplements and just really understand, you know, giving me that part of the information that I needed because I had no clue what's, where to go, what to start with. So it's been a journey and finding different healers or different modalities. Acupuncture is great. I do Pilates four times a week, which I'm so grateful for because at least I'm doing something. Um, I, I changed my whole eating habits and it was just, I had to make the choice. Do I choose to live this way for the rest of my life? Would my son be proud of me not moving forward? Absolutely not. And so he's always been there to push me, to make me be the better person that I am. And he continues to do that. Even though he's not physically the here. Oh, he's here he's right here. now. I can definitely tell you he's yeah. here. He's here. So... You know, I'm grateful that I've had him to help me do what I'm supposed to do here because I'm supposed to be doing some fabulous things, apparently. You are. And, you know, I think the thing, and I appreciate you being so real with everybody right now because I think as women, I mean, you're a strong woman. You're a strong Scorpio woman like me. We're like, I got this. I got this all handled. You know, I leave me alone. I'm all good. But I think the beautiful thing really has been, you know, like Asher's been a big part, as yes. you said, of your healing. Um, you know, I just, it, it was Z for you, right? With the humor part of it for you and um, me with me being the squirrel. But I think that, or, or Quinn and Joss, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, how important community really is. And so maybe you could share for other strong women out there who go, I've got this, I'm going to be good, I'm all good. What would you say to them right now when they're going through some kind of challenge in their life or know a strong woman or a strong man who's going through those challenges? What would you say? Well, first of all, when you have an opportunity to be embraced by a beautiful family like I have, take it. Because that made me feel like I was still wanted, that I am still alive, that I can do things and, and show people and, and just still live every moment. So when you have that opportunity, take it, because sometimes we don't, because we're strong and because we got this and because, you know what, leave me alone, you know, all of that. And so that's been a big, one of my biggest ahas is to be vulnerable enough to open myself up and to allow others to come into my life and know you know, that it's all good and that I am being taken care of. So it kind of sounds like you surrendered. I surrendered big time, right? big time. And the beauty of surrender, right? Like at first it's like very uncomfortable. Yes. You're like, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. This isn't, you know, this isn't what I'm supposed to do. But then that beautiful, like even Pilates for you, right? Like it's this whole opening up, Yes. right? Isn't that really what it is, that expansion and that opening up of everything? And now you've got so much momentum, like you wouldn't not do that. Right, that's just part of who you are. Exactly. You are the Pilates princess, I would say. <laughs> I mean, I've given well, you it. <laughs> I, I asked them the other day how many times I've been there because I've been there three years, and it's, I think I've, I've gone over 525 visits. Nice. Which I'm pretty impressed with that. I so. know these these people on the Peloton, they've par, ex, uh, they've got me all ex, you know empowered because they're like, okay, so and so's on their 2,000th ride, and I'm like, 2,000 rides? I'm like, how many times a day are they riding, right? And so I'm like, dang, I've had that Peloton sitting there for a couple of years. Should I look and see how many I've actually done? But, it, right, and I'm sure you've inspired a lot of other people by you going so. to that class, right? I think so, I think so, and, you know, um, it, it, it just makes me feel good, it, and it helps me big time, you know, especially with my flexibility, or lack of flexibility, I should say, 
and I'm, I'm, you know, it's opening up more and more. Yeah, and I think that's opening up not just in your physical body, but just this part of you, right? This part Correct. of just like, just like letting go, surrendering, um, embracing opportunities when they come along. Well, I adore you, Magdalena. What would be your last bit of getting real that you want to share with everybody or, or maybe something that what are two or three things that you do to stay true to yourself other than Pilates? Well, I take care of myself. I make sure whatever is going in my mouth is something that is going to keep me healthy. Um, and I really feel that when you have a loss, such as a son, a wife, a mother, a brother, etc., you have to allow yourself to be open to the fact that they are still here and find a spiritual connector that will help you connect with them because that's what I've done and that's what makes me feel even better because I know that I can go there when I really need that, when I need to hear him either get me back on track or, you know, just tell me he loves me, you know, or there's always signs. I mean, I'm open to signs. I mean, with you, with your quarters, with your dad, me, it's feathers with Richard. And so, and I, and I know that. So yeah, exactly. So you have a feather. I have feathers in my hair, just so you, you all go. know. So that's, so he he's always with me. You. Yes. So I, I really feel that you have to live on because everybody has a purpose here, I feel. And why stop it? Continue it and be happy that you've had them for X amount of years. I mean, I'm blessed to know that he was with me 53 years. And I mean, he passed on a number eight, which means he's with me forever because that's infinity. So it's all good. There's signs everywhere. So I think that's the biggest thing for me to share. Well, I adore you. I respect you. I honor you. Thank you for being part of our family. And until next time, stay true. Are you ready to start 2020 strong? Go to laurenlahav.com. That's L-O-R-E-N-L-A-H-A-V.com and learn more about Lauren's manifestation course. Use code STAYTRUE for your podcast subscriber discount.